Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Nap time brought to you by Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge just off 680 and 48th Street. Next to Cubby's, it's Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge. We just perked up somebody stuck in traffic right now. Suddenly the drive isn't so bad. And then there was the steel curtain. He ran the ball for 211 yards. Mean Joe Green. Except they wouldn't have been giving up that many yards. No, they wouldn't have. That'd been, they ought to have been fired. Wow, wow, wow. And while you guys were talking about that, I just uh, I just stumbled onto something. Uh-oh. Because I was looking up an NIL thing. Omaha men's basketball just got a commitment from the top player in the state of Colorado. Really? I'm pretty sure this is, uh, well, I mean, I, I met him when he was on his visit back in December. Ironically, when Omaha played uh, Denver. But uh, Tucker Mills has just committed to uh, Omaha men's basketball. 6-6 combo guard. Wow. Uh, he is either listed as the number one or number two player in the state of Colorado. No kidding. Yeah, Colorado it came down to Colorado State and uh, Omaha. So congratulations to Coach Crutch Do and the his work, staff. Crutch. Just, yeah. Tucker just, Mills uh, show on 1620 The Zone just, coming next year. Uh, committed. I'm pretty sure this is him committing. All right. Well, I was looking for something else. Wait, 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 wait. You said you're pretty sure this is him committing. Like what? So what do we got here? Well, so someone references him in a tweet playing yeah. at Omaha. Okay. Yeah, he has committed to Omaha. Wow. Uh, that's uh, the number one or number two player, depending on what rankings you look at in the state of Colorado, is coming to Omaha to play. You know what? doesn't always have to be about Nebraska football, too. Take that, Coach Prime. My kid. I was waiting. Yeah. Low hanging. Fruit. Come on. Take that, Coach Prime. All right. So that's, uh, that's awesome. I'll make the trip to uh, Fargo a little bit uh, better. Huh. Omaha basketball. We coming. Uh, I love it. Can you play this weekend? Um, <laughs> if I gave you the Patrick, reclassified today. If I gave you the Patrick Mahomes is the number one ranked starter in the Super Bowl, how far down would you have to go before you got your first Philadelphia Eagle? Mm. You could argue three. I got Kelsey two. So the top two players in the Super Bowl are from Kansas City. Could I convince you, not being a Chiefs fan, that Chris Jones, who, by the way, it's going to be awkward because there's going to be a lot of uh, collisions between Chris Jones and Jason Kelsey, Mm -hmm. that Chris Jones is the third best player in the Super Bowl. I can't argue that after what he did against Cincinnati. Now, I'm trying to be fair here. I think Philadelphia has 1 through 53 a deeper roster than Kansas City. But... But the top three players in the Super Bowl are from Kansas City. So maybe Hurts four. 
Or, yeah. or Lane Johnson, four. Either Hurts or Lane Johnson. But I, I would put Hurts in the top five, just not in the top three. I'm with you on Chris Jones, though. I mean, if he's not there, we're talking about Joe Burrow trying to win his first Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, would would we put Jalen Hurts as the top eagle? Either I mean, him or Lane Johnson. Yeah. Now, this is another part of, so Kansas City only had one player go over 1,000 yards this year. Mm-hmm. Skill player, not, not, not involving quarterback. Skill player, wide receiver, running back, tight end. Philadelphia has four guys that have combined for 4,600 yards of total offense. I mean, Philadelphia has the two best wide receivers. Yeah. Kansas City has the best tight end. You, you, and, and Philadelphia has the best running back in Sanders. Hmm. So Miles Sanders is the best running back in the Super Bowl. And then Brown and Smith are the two best wide receivers. Where would you put in this exercise if he was still, and I don't mean to bring up the pass, where would you put Tyreek Hill? If he was Amongst playing, this group, yeah. If he was playing in this game? Yeah. With his normal numbers? Would you put him in front of Kelsey? Yes. See, I still put Kelsey. I mean, I just... Then I'd, I'd, go, I'd go Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, Chris Jones, if he was on the roster. And, and I'm kind of... I mean, do you think it's there's no gray area at all that it's, without question, Hill over Kelsey? Because I'm almost... See, I go Kelsey over Hill because you took Tyreek off the team. They're still there, though they did some things differently. But what if you took Kelsey off the team, even with Tyreek Hill? Well, that's Are a whole different there? conversation, but yeah. I mean... Tyreek Hill is a special kind. I mean, the guy had, Which is the guy hard had to 1,700 yards receiving this year on 119 catches. Where would okay, you? He would. He he probably would not have those similar numbers. I mean, he'd still have excellent numbers with Kansas City. Maybe not that amount of catches and yards, but he's a game changer. Where would you put Hassan Reddick in all this? For the Eagles, that is. Because he's another guy that I'm kind of. You look at probably the upper end of the Eagles of his impact in this game, the type of player that he can be. He could change it if he has a I mean, I, I, am I crazy thinking Hassan Reddick is a top 10 player in this one? I don't think so. Um, no. I think, I think out when you go, if I went Lane Johnson, Jalen Hurts, I would go A.J. Brown. Brown, And then yeah. Hassan Reddick would yeah. be in there. See, I think the next player in this, if you were drafting starters, mm-hmm. um, would be Creed Humphrey for Kansas City. Now, I now also in this conversation, the top ten is Jason Kelsey. Yeah. The I like the Creed Humphrey one though. He's. I mean, Creed Humphrey in his second year is one of the best centers I mean, in the game. He's there because the yeah. last time the Chiefs got to the yeah. Super Bowl. They kind of needed someone like Creed Humphrey. Well, and I, hey, Jason Kelsey's had a really, really good career, and you know, Jason's not a big guy, and and Cam Jurgens will take over that spot when he retire mm-hmm. when he decides to retire. But Creed Humphrey is not, in terms of ability, not very far behind Jason Kelsey. He's only in his yeah. second year out of Oklahoma. Now Hassan Reddick, who has the connection with Matt Rule, you know, playing at Temple, uh, yeah, I mean, sixteen and a half sacks this year. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily looking forward to Andrew Wiley trying to block him on Sunday. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's in in terms of ranking the starters, he's top 10.
I I have to agree. I just I, I I put him up there as one of the top Eagles. Now, where does he fit amongst the top ten between the Chiefs and the Eagles? I still would say top ten. Now, another one because I, it's interesting when you think of the the best players or their importance in this game. Because then I go back to Butker too, of having that ability to dial a long distance that he can. Kind of automatic, too. In a game that very well could be the shootout type of game. I mean, I think that's what people want to see. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen or not. What, what did Sam say? 24 24 20? 20. I say 24 to halftime. Like, like, yeah, like, I mean, and, but yet it, it could come down to that. Because you have two defenses that I think probably get a little bit overlooked when it comes to what their offenses can ultimately pull off. Like, I was really impressed. Now, mind you what Cincinnati had up front. What Kansas City did defensively in that game was impressive. And so, you know, still kind of get the feeling that this could be a very tight game and what you might have to settle for when it comes to field position that you have Harrison Butker who... I mean, I, I think is an absolute stud and pretty damn reliable beyond 45 yards. Mm. No? no? He redeemed no. himself against uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, he made that look easy, too. He's had an up-and-down year. I'm glad that he was able to have a good game because he was a worry. Yeah, I was not 100% sure that he was going to make that field goal. Yeah, that thing was like good for sixty five. He got hurt at the beginning of the year. He just has not had a. He's not been as consistent as he's been in the past. And so I, you know, I used to be and I never had a worry, mm-hmm. but even on extra points, I'm like, ugh. He's an athlete, though. That dude. I mean, he's a. When you, when you put kickers, and you kind of stack them all up. He stands out. He's a long dude. Got a big leg. I don't know. Important guy. Oh, yeah. They're all, I mean, all specialists are important in the Super Bowl. But he just hasn't had, I mean, he hasn't had the kind of year that he had the previous year. I mean, Kansas City special teams-wise has not been as good as they usually are. I mean, they've been more of a, you know, outside of what they did in the fourth quarter against Cincinnati, they've been more of a hindrance this year mm. than they have in the past. Yeah. The Jalen Hurts uh, part of this, uh, again, this exercise, too, you know, watching what he can do uh, on this level, too, because I, this is all kind of – I don't think anybody thought when Jalen Hurts, when he was considered kind of the placeholder of the Eagles quarterback situation, when they decided to move on from Carson Wentz, that you would anticipate not only would Philadelphia be in this position, but they would be there largely because of his contributions. That how this could elevate this type of conversation going forward, if, again, it's not like – it's automatic that you're going to get back here, even though this is a must-win for Philadelphia, uh, that you get back here. Yeah, what type of conversation that. that we're having about Jalen Hurts in years to come if we're, again, doing this exercise, even if it's a, if a playoff game would arise? Is Jalen Hurts going to be the best player in these types of games, these types of postseason games? Are you going to say, yep, Jalen Hurts is that guy? Because there was two years ago, I would say, no. I don't even know if he's going to be a regular starter. Now you look at what he's done this year and at least opens a conversation that if that trajectory continues for him, especially around Nick Sirianni, he's got a shot to be a guy that you would say in these types of matchups, yeah, that's your, that's your best player in the field right now. And, and that's kind of remarkable. It really is, in my opinion, 
of where he was coming into the NFL to what he has turned into in just a quick amount of time. His passing is better. It is better. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know that consistently he could throw the ball like he has, but he's made big strides. Now he's not an elite passer, Mm-mm. but let's. I mean, we probably we probably undersold Jalen Hurts because we say, man, he got benched at Alabama. Yeah, who did he get benched by? Yeah, yeah Tua. That guy's in the NFL. Guy won a mm-hmm. national championship. And there's just always yeah, something he, about how Jalen handled all of that. Because of where Jalen Hurts was drafted, he's always going to have doubters. But let's be honest. Yeah. If you look right now in the NFL, there's a lot more guys that are not drafted in the first round that have panned out at quarterback mm-hmm. than are drafted in the first round. Yeah. And don't hold that against him. Just because he was not a first-round guy and he was not expected to be the guy. He was going to be a placeholder. Yeah. Remember, he's going to be a backup. And then they were going to see, okay, wait till the next big draft comes around that we get a better spot to right. draft the quarterback. Yeah, he's always going to have his doubters because mm-hmm. of where he was drafted. But he's made enough strides as a passer this year that I think Philadelphia is sold on him, and he's their quarterback of the future. Yeah. Is he is he in the upper tier? No. But he's in a tier that, man, as long as we got a quarterback, we can worry about other things. we got mm-hmm. that position taken care of. Because I, I, I wouldn't say he's as dynamic of a player as Lamar Jackson. But he kind of brings that same type of threat. And as you mentioned, the strides that he's made throwing the football, I think were huge for him because he does have that dynamic playmaking ability with his athleticism. We know that with Jay Lawrence. We saw that in college. But he's also a guy that I don't think gets enough credit for what he has in between his ears. He is just a dude that I think, again, going back to a lot of the different situations that he handled in college, there's a maturity about him that, I think existed pretty early in his time at Alabama. And sometimes you see that carry in and actually becomes what separates you from the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFL. There's just a lot about Jalen Hurts' game that continues on an upward swing, upward trend. That you really do look at him as one of the big problems for the opposition in games of, of high leverage. And, you know, I would say if we're having this conversation, say, the Ravens are playing the Eagles or the Ravens are playing somebody and you'd say, okay, who's the number one player? A lot of people would probably point to Lamar Jackson because of what he can do with the football when everything is breaking down. In my opinion, Jalen Hurts' abilities is not so far behind where you're like, gosh, that guy's a playmaker too. You know, as far as quarterback skills as a passer, yeah, not as high as Patrick Mahomes, but just overall ability to make a play. He's getting there. He, he's really getting there. Yet I feel by game time, it's starting to feel like, I'm not talking about here, I'm just talking about it in general. People are talking about Hurts versus Mahomes. Huge mismatch. How can you go against Patrick Mahomes? And the Eagles, and this may play to their favor, some people start talking, they have no chance against the Chiefs because people are used to the Chiefs being mm-hmm. in this position. The Eagles have had a lot of yeah buts. Yeah. I'm not talking about from us because uh, we've been pretty consistent talking about them throughout this whole tournament. Giants, same, they got no credit, even though they made them look silly. 49ers, well, they had no quarterback, so, I mean, uh, how good can they be? So, if you're if you're Sirianni, in what is a must-win game on Sunday, uh, you're going to start to maybe get your team thinking, oh, they're giving us no chance, guys. Oh, the chip. Yeah. Is there a chip? So, what do you know, is chip? what is Jalen Hurts in his two years in the NFL known for? What is he known for? I would say. What would you if you were looking at if you were looking at numbers compared to other quarterbacks in the NFL? What would you look at? Okay. 
first thing I would say is he's won. Okay, so you brought up Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You checked out Lamar Jackson's passing numbers, which he is not known for. Passing numbers since his MVP season? Mm-mm. You know he's 24th in I passing yards per game? He's 21st in completion percentage? Mm. Like, so, it depends on what you focus on. Right. Absolutely. Like, does. Lamar Jackson, since his MVP season, I think he's 18th in passer rating. Mm-hmm. People don't really focus on his passing. Baltimore has to make the decision, are we paying him right. a lot of money mm-hmm. because of his elusiveness and what he does to our offense when there's the X factor of, well, if he doesn't throw it, there's a chance he's going to take off and yeah. run. Well, and so it's just like Jalen Hartz is, is learning into his role. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what eventually he'd become, because I think as long as Nick Sirianni is in Philadelphia, even with you know, currently Brown and Smith as a wide receivers, mm-hmm. they're going to be known as the run the ball team. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no doubt they're going to run the football and they're running it with the three headed monster running back led by Miles Sanders. Um, so what will Jalen Hurts be known for when we get to year three, year four? Yeah. Could it be passing? Because he has made plenty of strides this year in passing. But he's always going to have his doubters because of where he was drafted. Yeah. And it and it seemed initially that Philadelphia didn't want him. Well, Philadelphia is going to make a commitment to him. I mean, will Philadelphia make a commitment to Jalen Hurts earlier financially with a contract than Baltimore does to Lamar Jackson? Well, and, and Lamar th- Jackson probably going to be franchised in the offseason. That's going to be a pain in the butt for that organization. You brought up who he got benched for. Very similar narrative around Tua Tagovailoa. What do you got there? He's in, okay, well, the rest of the season is sort of a, is this our guy? And it, it felt unfair. It's like you're going you're gonna to put basically a rookie season or you know limited starting opportunities in his rookie season to decide if Tua Tagovailoa is the guy. Because remember, they thought they're in the Deshaun sweepstakes. Deshaun Watson's going to go there, but what he has done since is kind of proven everyone. And yes, I know you've had coaching changes and what have you, but he's actually proven to an extent that pretty good. You can, you can win with this guy. Let's be honest. Talking about quarterbacks, whether it be Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, or Lamar Jackson, or Tom Brady, is there any quarterback that has never had a doubter? Look at yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, 12 years ago, won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It is a it is crazy to think that Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been back. And if you went off this past year with Aaron Rodgers, would you still keep him in the top five as a quarterback in the NFL? No. No. You kind of see where I'm going. Like, yeah. is there, a, there, there? There's never been a quarterback that you did not have a doubt about. There's doubters. There's a lot of doubters about Patrick Mahomes. Watch. If they don't win on Sunday. Yep. That's how it goes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is one and two in the Super Bowl. Two and one looks greatly different compared to one and two. But the number you don't but, mention there is the key number. That's three. Three Super Bowl appearances. Well, yeah, but but every every quarterback has has doubters. I remember Aikman had his doubters even going into the 92 season because he could never stay healthy. He got hurt in 90. He gets hurt in 91. I mean, Steve Berline started two the in, playoffs. Two was in Jalen were so early in their career and almost similar to where it's like, yeah, they're just kind of holding things good before we can get our ducks in a row of what we're going to do after them. And it was almost identical. And I feel like they've now settled in a little bit more, which, hey, good on them. Steve Young had doubters up until he finally won a Super Bowl. He had won three MVPs by then, but that didn't matter. I mean, as the only guy, and this should go off of quarterbacks who were in the league in 22, the only guy that you didn't have a doubt about was Tom Brady? I mean... But there was still a physical doubt, right? And he kind of proved everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. not so much. I'm still Tom Brady. 
pretty good year. I don't think but people the, the, are as vocal a, about their doubts, but I think it's in their mind when Brady was up there. Age-wise, you're, you're always sort of waiting for the father time shoe to fall. So, I mean, even if you – because I do – I feel like it's very taboo to say, boy, I don't know if Tom Brady's got it this, you know, this year physically. I wonder if this is the year. It's almost like, how dare you do that? It's Tom Brady. But we're all thinking it. It's not like when you finally see some regression physically, people are like, what? No, we're, we're all thinking yeah. it, but you just can't say it because it's Tom Brady. And we still kind of think, oh, he'll get it back. Yeah. He'll get it back in time for the playoffs. So there's doubt it might have been a little bit more silent. Not as verbalized as other young players, but there was doubt. There had to be. You're crazy if you didn't have a little bit of doubt. I don't care what he's done. I still laugh at anyone. You're 45 years old. I laugh at anyone that still doubts Mahomes. Well, he he just concerns with his ankle. Well, okay. So what has been one of the the knocks against Patrick Mahomes? He's a playground quarterback. Yeah. Uh, He didn't have his playground ability against Cincinnati. No. What did he do in the pocket? He was... Pretty good. Got rid of it quick. He was, uh, yeah. It's it, controlled it, chaos. But, those, are, but those, those, those kind of athletes are the ones that respond to the doubters. Mm-hmm. We're going to see tonight, history made in the NBA. That guy responded to the doubters, and there's still doubters out there about LeBron James. To this day, but 20 gonna, years later. Yeah, but he's going to eclipse 38,387 mm-hmm. points. I mean, just it comes with sports, but in the, in, in the NFL, especially with quarterbacks, everybody has doubters. Yeah. And so, and, and to your point, some some respond, some just thrive on that, and others, you know, they they just never silence them enough because their play doesn't do so. You know, I'll, I'll play the other side of the coin here with Joe Burrow. Hey, Joe Burrow, he's Joe Cool, and the window is open in Cincinnati. But man, against a rookie secondary that lost Snead, that secondary mm-hmm. shut down Chase. Mm-hmm. And Higgins yeah. and Hurst. Yeah, did they make big catches at certain times? But as a whole, they didn't even get to 200 yards. Yeah, no. the, the Jamar Chase, you know, the fourth down conversion. I mean, that was just Jamar Chase making a fantastic play. That wasn't him no. beating, you know, the secondary Joe Burrow, you know, dicing up. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing, I, and and you can tell that I'm I, I like Jalen Hurts. Again, he's not in the tier one quarterbacks. But here's, here's another argument I heard last night against him is look at who the Eagles have beaten as his counterpart this year, especially in the playoffs, Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy mm-hmm. and, and, and Josh Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. You guys look at this during the break. Who do you think is the best quarterback that Philadelphia has beaten this year? Daniel Jones. Just look at it in the no, break. Well, there's a back. trick answer. Get back I, to me. No, it's not, a, it's not a trick answer because we, you know, I'm doing comparisons here and perspective. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> look because I'm, 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 I'm playing the doubter role of uh, right. Jalen Hurts. All right, 31 past the hour. Brian Christopherson will join us in the uh, next hour. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.